I uh, just wanted to put a disclaimer. This week, the audio is not very good. We've ha- we're having microphone issues on both ends of our conversation. So if you'll bear with us, we'll try to get these fixed by next week. But no guarantees. We're two broke idiots. Thanks. Woo! Broken idiots. Yeah. On this week's episode of High Fives with Blake and Eric, we hit the road as we talk about our top five favorite vehicles from movies, video games, television, and... I guess music, because why not? I don't know. All right, it's coming at you. Ready to roll? Yeah. You got enough root beer? Oh, I have the one can. So we have another 12-pack, but that's not in the fridge right now, and that's just sad. That is sad. Who wants warm root beer? I don't. Nobody. English. People in Europe drink beer warm. So do they drink root beer warm? Um, well, they've got the same word. They've got the word beer in it, so I'm assuming, yeah. Unless they call it sarsaparilla. I actually heard that, uh... I could have heard incorrectly, but I heard something about them drinking warm soda as well. And I hope that's not true, because that just sounds like a whole whole thing. I don't know why they would. Yeah. Blake, did you know that we're in a, in a uh, podcast war? A pod war, if you will? I, I was unaware. I, I saw yesterday, we had like 30 tweets in the span of five minutes, I'm like, why is my phone like vibrating <laughs> through my desk? Like, what is going on? Um, basically, you bites. Uh, yes and no. Uh, there's a a person that followed us on Twitter, so I followed her back, and uh, she's like, I was like, thanks for the follow. Hope we don't disappoint you. And then apparently, right before us, guys from the Nash Cast had done the same thing and said like, hope we don't disappoint you. And so, like, hey, stop stealing our lines. I was like, what, you think you own disappointment? I've been disappointing people since 1985. And so then it went back and forth, and now we're fighting. And this poor girl who followed you, like, is just caught in the middle? Yep, she's caught in the middle. And uh, she's she's now the judge, and she has to judge uh, which podcast is more disappointing. Wow. Well, let's not disappoint her. Wait. God, this is let's not. This is confusing let's already. Disa- <laughs> let's not disappoint her with how disappointing we can be. Wait, my head hurts. Let's. It's disappointing how undisappointed I was with your podcast. Yes. Man, this this runs deep. <laughs> She's from England, so I feel like we've got to step up. Because we're Yanks, Yankees, Americans. Well, if she is listening to listening to this, don't worry. I'm not going to try and do an English accent because I can't do accents at all. Like I can maybe I can start out with. I, like, I think um, you should try. I think you should try. No, I'm not even going to. <laughs> uh, I can kind of start out with doing a, a like an okay southern like uh, southern accent, like United States southern accent. Um, but like a sentence in, I start, tra- it starts transforming into like an Australian accent and then I just lose the thread and it becomes, I don't know what. I think you should try to do an English accent. Like, I think that oh. our fans want it from you. I think everybody's dying to hear it. I really have no reference point for even attempting one right now. Oh, you, you can think of an English person, can't you? <laughs> Listen, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Ah, well, well, that'll be disappointing, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's disappointment number one. Let's see how many we can rack up. Oh, God. Talk to my wife. She'll tell you how disappointing I am. Hey, you gave her a, against all odds, knowing you, you gave her an adorable baby girl. It's true. But the adorableness had very little to do with me. That's what I'm saying. Ah, thanks. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, the Nashcast Network guys and uh, 
Sophie Porter at Sophie who 1988 is the, is the judge. So we'll be waiting to, for her to declare us the most disappointing. Wait, so we're in a podcast war with Nash cash, Nash cast, Nash cast, at Nash cast network. Okay. Well, I already got a better name than we do. So, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue. I think we're trying we're trying to lose and to lose means we win. So it's good that they have a better name. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week, sir? Um this week went by pretty quick. I don't know. I've been playing a lot of South Park, uh the Stick of Truth. I think that's the only game I've been playing. Um and I talked about it on the last podcast, so it's just more of that. I well, I restarted my character uh, for kind of one big reason, which people might think is kind of dumb. I was looking through the achievement list, and I saw that there were quite a few achievements that I had missed, and it was they're just some, like silly things, like uh, during this boss fight, wear freckles. During this boss fight, wear a goatee and a skull cap or a bald cap. Um, and that one was actually a, what's that show called? Breaking Bad reference. Because ah. supposedly you make your uh, guy look like Heisenberg. And you, the boss fight is with a bunch of uh, meth heads. So gotcha. I, I was know. thinking you were trying to look like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't. <laughs> It's just a side effect. (laughs) Speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin, I actually watched SummerSlam 1999 via the WWE Network last night. And how was that for you? It was all right. Uh, The WWE Network uh, does a good job of breaking the delusions a lot of um, wrestling fans my age have with how great wrestling was back then. (laughs) It's like, there's a whole thing now with like, oh, the new product sucks. It needs to be how it was back in the late 90s, because that's when it was awesome. Last night, I saw a match between The Rock and Badass Billy Gunn. It was a a kiss my ass match where the (laughs) winner, I guess, had or the loser had to kiss the winner's ass. Yeah. Like, like pull down their pants and whatnot. Well, Billy Gunn brought this rather large woman in um, for, well, large for the 90s. Like, a rather large woman these days would probably be like 300, 400 pounds. (laughs) Generally disgusting, but uh, large for the 90s. And um, The Rock ended up shoving Billy Gunn's face into her ass and then hit him with the rock bottom and people's elbow and picked up the win. So... Is that great television, guys? (laughs) Is it really so much better then than it is now? No. I don't think so. Hey, we've got a new site. Hey, we've got a new site? Yeah. I mean, it's the same site, but I finally got like a URL. It's highfivespodcast.com. So that's nifty, right? High Fives Podcast was not taken? No, because we're the only High Fives Podcast that exists. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. That checks out. Yeah. Anything else that's going on for you, Mr. Style? Uh, not really. Playing South Park, watching wrestling, business as usual. How about yourself? My movie got uh, that I was supposed to shoot last month obviously got pushed back. Still don't have a date or a location for it. So I'm hoping that that gets made at some point here. Just got to find a place that's willing to let us come in and shoot there. And then it'll be done because we got everything else ready to go. So... Hoping for that. Does the whole thing take place in a, in the restaurants? Like, is it just yeah? It's just a, it's one scene. Yep. Over a date, basically. Yes, a double date. Is isn't there any way you can like just set up a random establishment like a restaurant? There probably like, is, but it'll cost money, and I don't think it'll look as good. Oh. I suppose. But anyway, should we jump into the high fives? Well, if you don't have anything else to discuss, I feel like a jerk that I took up 
all my t- all the time talking about wrestling. You didn't say anything about your personal life. How's your daughter doing? She's good. She's not sleeping though, and it's starting to become old. It's getting to the point where it's like, you know what? I think you know that you're supposed to be asleep, but you're choosing not to be asleep. Just despite us. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to discuss our high five best cars of all time. So stick around. Or not. I'm not your freaking boss. All right, we're back. Are you ready, Blake? You ready to, to turn the ignition? Start to rev your engine, then back out of the driveway. Uh, oh, you forgot you put your seatbelt on. Then signal your first turn. Uh, check both ways. Slowly pull out onto the interstate and drive at a reasonable speed. That all sounds fun. <laughs> all right, well, I started last week, so this week you start. What's your number five? Uh, my, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, my number five is, um, well, it did start out as probably a real vehicle, but um, enthusiasts, of, it's it's not unusual to see one of these just driving around, let's say. Okay. And that is the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. I like that. The yeah. big old van with the but, psychedelic yeah, paint on it. Like the creeper vans, you know, that don't have windows in it. Yep. Big yeah. old timey, like 60s vans. A mm-hmm. uh, little known fact, um, while I do appreciate uh, this van and think that it's super iconic, like people of all age knows what the mystery van is because um, there's Mystery machine. Resurgence of the cartoon, you know, I think they have like a new Scooby Doo show running on like Cartoon Network. Yep. Or somewhere. So everybody knows what it is. Yes. And that's something that's weird. Like most things when they're brought back for a younger demographic, you know, like when something is rebooted, um, they like change it at least a little bit. Yep. Scooby Doo. I do not think has. Like, everything's the same. <laughs> everything's exactly the same. It wasn't broke. Don't fix it. Mm-hmm. I think more um, shows and movies need to abide by that philosophy. Yeah? You think so? You think that everything needs to come back exactly as it was? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I think you can agree with this, that sometimes things get changed that don't need to be changed. So, yeah, they haven't changed a thing about... Scooby-Doo. Not at <laughs> all. Like, even the van, you'd think they'd at least update the vehicle, but even the van looks exactly the same. Same paint scheme. The fact that they're still driving around in that van um, is a great example of American ingenuity, if you ask me. Like, that thing runs for <laughs> 40, 50 years. It's still going. Uh, do they even have, like, an episode where the mystery machine breaks down and that's how they get somewhere? Um, I think it always breaks down, actually. That's how it always happens. <laughs> I feel like they're always driving down some road and the tire blows out. And they yeah. stumble across a mystery. I always thought it was like they drive past an old abandoned uh, amusement park and that's what gets it. Yeah, I guess sometimes they get hired. I don't know. I don't know. You I haven't know? watched it in so long. You want to know a secret, though? Sure. I actually can't stand Scooby-Doo. What? Yeah, I never liked it. I don't know. Like, I think the the van itself is iconic, and when I when I see it out in the real world, I get a chuckle. And but as far <laughs> as the show goes, I don't like it. Never have. Even as a little kid, Scooby-Doo shove it up his ass. Like whoa, Scoob! That was terrible. That was awful. No, it wasn't too bad. Okay. Well, I didn't like it. I, I've got you did an all, you did an all right job. I've got like no voice this morning because yesterday on my drive home I was trying to sing along with uh, 
Five Iron Frenzy and Roper. And it, mm. the guy's voice is out of my range. I shouldn't be trying to do that. But so Yeah, like, I, w- I wouldn't recommend it. Anyway, that was your number five, huh? A van from a show you didn't like. Yep, but it's an iconic band that everybody knows when they see it. Fair enough, that's true. And I guess this is my favorite list, so... I don't know. I like it. It's not <laughs> ugly. I just don't really like the characters that drive it. Good point. Good point. The, the, it's not the van's problem that the show is bad, huh? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, my number five is also a van. Can you believe it? Are Both of our number fives are vans. That is weird. But my van is uh, from a show, another cartoon called Archer. It's Krieger's van. And here we are. I swear, if anyone saw me in this awful van, how could they with this illegal-ass window tint? Dude, this van's like rolling probable cause. So all ashore from the SS date rape. Toot toot. Krieger's van. Like, if, uh, be honest, I haven't seen a lot of that show. Um, Krieger is just a crazy uh, mad scientist on the show, but he's obsessed with Rush. And he's obsessed with his van. And uh, so on the side of his van, on like the door where the door slides, Mm -hmm. he paints a different uh, Rush album cover. But he puts his face or himself into the album cover every time. This is why wouldn't you? Well, exactly. If you're going to paint a Rush cover onto your face. Or a a (laughs) Rush cover onto your face. Onto your van, you'd put your face in it. Exactly. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. So Yeah. But also, I mean, the van gets destroyed over and over again in the show. And it's like his his baby. So he's always devastated by it. And uh, it's also, I think, for a long time, it was the power source for his girlfriend, who is a holographic projection. Starting to think that show's weird. That show is so weird, but so good. I sure really watch more of it. I... I've seen a few episodes, like back when I think season one was running, like yep. on TV. I think I must have seen half of it. I don't know. It's hard to tell. That show's I on Netflix keep... now, man. You got to get on that. Yeah, it, it is on Netflix. I actually watched like the first episode while I was exercising one day, like maybe two episodes. I don't know. It's never went back to it. Yep. It's not, it's not a matter of not enjoying it. I don't know. It's just one of those things where, I don't know, what's <laughs> with the third degree? Just leave me alone about it. I'll get around to it. Okay, if you promise. So we can move on to your number four. All right. I guess we can move on to number four. And number four is Dick Tracy's car. Okay, boys, let's go. Tracy, take me with you. You're under arrest. I want more. You remember Dick Tracy? Was didn't he just drive around like a taxi cab? Yeah, bright yellow car. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. What did you like just about check. that car? It was awesome. I don't know. Like, it, I don't think it did anything cool. It was just this bright yellow, old timey. <laughs> That's the second time we used old timey in this podcast, by the way. But I just, I just like the look of it. The, you know, fits the motif of the movie. It's um, true. I do remember that that car like had like these tiny little, like, these little tiny windshields that you could see out of. See, I, I actually, because when I was thinking of um, adding this car to my list. I had a little problem because I'm like, I think his car, like, he just had this bright yellow car that matched his jacket and his hat. Like, that was his mm-hmm. thing. So I, like, searched for Dick Tracy's car. And the first picture that came up was this, like, uh, vintage, bright yellow, shiny car. I'm like, oh, there it is. But then there were also pictures of, like, Dick Tracy's squad car. And it was just this kind of, like, greenish gray thing, like a cop car. So. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck, is this car yellow or not? <laughs> but I'm going to trust that it is and that I was thinking of the right thing. In the movie, his car was yellow for sure. Yeah. it's. I think it might be like a in the comic books he had a different car or something. but Or comic strip. I don't know. What Was it a book or a strip? 
I think it was a strip. I don't think there were a lot of comic books. Um, I don't know, though. I have seen things where, like, it's an entire page, but I don't know how comics worked, like, in the 50s or whenever that comic was popular. Yeah. But anyway, so the one from the, the movie is the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I remember but, uh, the, the thing I remember most about that movie is it taught me the phrase, go suck an egg. And I thought that was like the coolest thing, even though it's <laughs> clearly not the coolest thing. Go suck an egg. Like, yeah, I, I don't even understand why that would be sort of an insult. Yeah, I don't get it either. But that's what the little kid says to Dick Tracy at some point in the movie. Yeah, I think it's the little kid that eats a lot because he's he's poor, homeless, and he has an abusive father. Yep. I guess, do they actually even say, like, it's his real father, or is it just some guy that took him in? Like, I, I think know. it's, like, I think it's a guy that's, like, yeah, was, like, using him to steal stuff. That would make sense. Yeah, and then Dick Tracy beats him up. Because physical violence is how you solve your problems, kids. This is when you're a cop. <laughs> I am surprised that that movie hasn't like been rebooted and remade yet. Yeah, um, when, I'm not that, that surprised. Out? I guess <laughs> I don't know. It must have come out in 1990 ish, 92 ish. 90s? I was thinking 80s, but I have no reference for time. That movie. I mean, uh, I could find out exactly when it came out. I suppose. Well, I guess Madonna was popular, but yep. I guess Madonna is in the 80s, too. Right. 1990. Ooh. It's a, 1990 is technically the 80s, so I think I'm right. <laughs> I think technically it's not. I mean, it's figuratively the 80s. All right, figuratively. I Literally, the, it's the technically, 90s. Technically, <laughs> I used the wrong word. <laughs> That's true. You did use the wrong word, but it's okay. It came out before Batman. Huh. So that must have been... Like, hey, Dick Tracy was kind of okay. Maybe we can make a Batman that's kind of like this. I don't know if um, Dick Tracy was a good interpretation of the comic or not. I just know that the movie was pretty awesome. Or at least it was the last time I watched it, which I probably hadn't even graduated college or graduated <laughs> high school yet. It's true. <clears throat> I remember that it had... Uh... What's his name? Was the the was Big Daddy the bad guy? Um, uh, I remember. I can't think uh, of his name. Al. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I keep. I kept wanting to say Al Al Capone, <laughs> but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> that that makes sense. He was. I guess. You know. He was a gangster. That's yeah. what that movie was about. It's true. I just feel like if they try, like, the whole reason to watch that movie is all of the, the fun villains they have. You know, because they all have, like, physical quirks and, like, no superpowers. It's not that kind of a comic movie, but they all have, like, Flat Top as, like, a flat head, yep. basically. And, like, yep. Baby Face has this weird deformed face where all of his features, like, are right in the middle of his fat head. And, yep. um... Or some of the other ones. There was Mumbles, played Mumbles. by Dustin Hoffman. Oh, who, uh, that was Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't remember who else was in that movie. Um, Madonna was. Oh, yeah, she was... What was her... Her name was, was uh, Breath, Breathless Mahoney. Anyway, the last thing I want to say about the movie um, is that I'm surprised they haven't remade it, but I'm super glad they didn't, because <laughs> I don't think they'd do it very good justice like they would probably i don't know take it take itself way too seriously i think like they did with the new robocop movie which i'm not saying anything bad about the robocop movie because i haven't seen it and i think it could be good but it's definitely not sort of parodying anything like the original robocop was all right well let's move on to my number three or my number four can we talk about dick tracy some more no what do you have to say about it his his yellow car was cool. Yeah, we we said that already. I know, but I needed to bring it back to vehicles because that's the whole point. That's true. I, that well, point. I just use my list basically as a way to talk about the things I want to talk about for the week. <laughs> like, I want to talk about I want to talk about Dick Tracy and whether they're going to make a new one. I'll put Dick Tracy's car in this list. All right. Well, my number four 
which we're moving on to my number four, is Gravedigger. It lurks in the shuttles. A five-ton red-eyed monster ready to crush its brain. It's Gravedigger, the high-flying, awe-inspiring megastar of motorsports. Watch Gravedigger's toughest competition do their talking. I'm not afraid of him. He's nothing. Off and on the track with wild wheel-to-wheel -wheel action. It's Gravedigger coming at you in this all-new, never-before-seen home video spectacular. Order now. You know Gravedigger, right? Giant monster truck. The monster truck Gravedigger. Didn't go with Bigfoot, huh? The clearly more famous one. Um, no. And I think the reason I liked Gravedigger better was because I liked The Undertaker as a wrestler. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. So it was like Undertaker and the Gravedigger. I think I may have even seen a picture of those two together. Like him with the car, not like him with the driver. I don't know what the driver would look like, but gives a shit about the driver. Nobody cares about the driver. The truck is what's important. It is, but yeah. So um, I think I that's my love of the Undertaker transferred into my love of that monster truck. Even though I've never seen a monster truck rally at all, I've always wanted to go because kids' seats were just five bucks. You pay for the seat, but you only need the edge. It's true. Who doesn't want to see a giant truck smash up a bunch of other cars and go jumping through the air and flying? It's awesome. I want to, if I ever went, I'd like to say, like, hey, you pay for the seat, but you don't, but I would only need the edge. Can't I just pay for the edge? And I'd be a smart ass about it, and they'd kick me out right quick. I was like, no, we just said you have to pay for the seat. Well, I'll be like, well, that sounds like a ripoff. Listen, what you're actually paying for is the spectacle and the entertainment, okay? Why don't you say that in the commercial? Because it's a lot more boring, you stupid little kid. Get out of here before I kick you in the face. I was, I was a mean ticket taker. <laughs> that, um. that little scenario we just had got abusive at the end. <laughs> But yeah, so I never did get to see a monster truck rally, but if I ever had, Gravedigger would be the one I would cheer for to this day. You know what? I don't think you're missing out on anything, the monster truck rally. Have I never seen? saw one either, but I still don't think I missed out on anything. I kind of hated most things kids were supposed to like. Like, I didn't want to go see monster truck rallies. I, hate, I hated Scooby-Doo. thought that show was dumb. I don't think that encompasses most things kids liked. I think so. I'm pretty name, sure name you were still... I'm st name a thing. Power Rangers. Well, I know you liked it. Don't act like you didn't. For, for a little bit until it was cool. Okay, what about uh, Ninja Turtles? Okay, you're just naming things I like. What about Super Mario? Super Mario is alright. I don't think it's as great as people say it is. Yeah, Whatever. I went there. <laughs> But, yeah, so that was my number four. So now what's your number three? My number three is, I don't even need to look at my list. I know what my number three is. It's the Murfmobile. The Murfmobile? Yep. What is that? I don't even need to say anything about it. Everybody knows what it is. We can just go on. I what's your you number need, three? <laughs> I think you need to say a little bit more about it, buddy. All right. Is that the thing that... Uh... Captain Murphy drove around in Sea Lab 2021? No. But that's an awesome cartoon. I want to watch it. Let's uh, take a break. Let's go watch some old episode of uh, that show. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back later. Okay. Finish this up. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Sea Lab underneath the water. C-Lab at the bottom of the sea. Hey, we're back. That was a good show. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> anyway, the Murfmobile is a 1976 AM Pacer. It is a blue car with uh, flames painted on the side of it, because why wouldn't a AMC Pacer have flames <laughs> on it? I mean, you just put it on there. And if you're wondering why I like this car so much, it is the car driven around by Wayne and Garth through both Wayne's World movies.
Oh yeah. There you that's, go. That's the the car that made Bohemian Rhapsody popular popular for a second time. Yeah. That, so. that, if you ask me, that song should just always be popular. It definitely should be because Freddie Mercury is awesome. Well, to be grammatically correct, he was awesome. No, he still is. From the grave, he is still awesome. I think if you put that song up against any song released recently. Ever. That song, ever. That song any song ever. ever. Best song ever? It's one of I'll my favorite songs ever. I usually think all of your opinions are shit, but I'll get on board with this one. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, did, you ever, did you see the the Muppets singing that song? I did. They parody the entire It was awesome. Music video. It was great. Kermit doesn't even show up in it until, like, the very end. And he makes some joke like, this whole video conferencing thing isn't working out. Ba-dum-bum. <laughs> Muppets are awesome, too. Everything about this entry is awesome, Blake. I know. I'm Everything like, is awesome. I'm the best. And now we're linking up to the Lego movie, <laughs> which, is the, which is the greatest movie of all time. So we talk about the greatest song of all time, the greatest movie of all time. Uh, if we could somehow link this to the Ninja Turtles, which is the greatest cartoon of all time. Oh, wait, I just did. Drop oh, the mic, snap. bitches. <laughs> you can drop the mic, but it's not working right now anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. You'll just have to imagine I dropped the mic. So the powder blue AMC Pacer with the flames painted on the side is your number three entry. It is, because mostly because of that Bohemian Rhapsody moment. Exactly. Uh, but also just because... No matter how much people hate Mike Myers now, back when that movie was made, that was, it was pretty awesome. Him and Dana Carvey. Yep, and everything that he said, like, became a, a catchphrase. Like, people would say, yeah. excuse me? Like, because he said it in that movie. And even, like, monkeys might fly out of my butt. Like, everything he said in that movie was a catchphrase all of a sudden. You know, I... I know, like, sort of parody movies and that sort of comedy uh, existed before then, but that was, like, the first um, example of it I ever saw where a film didn't take itself seriously, where they got to the end of the movie, and they're like, uh, we're just going to give you five endings, yep. like, right in a row. Like, they didn't even, like, try and hide it. They're just like, hey, let's go back. We're going we're gonna to do another entry. Like, they broke the fourth wall. I don't know. First time I ever experienced anything like that, so... Yeah, it was. It, I mean, if you haven't seen Wayne's World, uh, you're missing out, basically. And if you if you haven't seen Wayne's World too, uh, we'll give it a watch. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. But yeah, I'm a little. Watch it. <laughs> All right, moving that's on my, to my number that's three. That's my endorsement. Moving on to my number three. Um, my number three is also from a movie. Also, it's a non kind of a not really cool type car, but. It becomes cool because of, uh, you know, the people driving it and, and the movie being cool. Um, How many times do you want to say cool right now? Cool, cool, cool. Um, cool. Cool. Throw it back <laughs> to that, uh, that other episode. Um, but it's a 1974 Dodge Monaco sedan. But it was painted in the black and white cop car ske scheme. It's the Bluesmobile. What's this? What? This car. This stupid car. Where's the Cadillac? The Caddy. Where's the Caddy? The what? The Cadillac we used to have. The Bluesmobile. I traded it. Traded the Bluesmobile for this? No, for a microphone. A microphone? Okay, I can see that. From Blues Brothers. As is if that, there could be another Bluesmobile. Is that like a movie? You don't know if the Blues Brothers is a movie, Blake? Are you oh, serious? Oh, right. It's that movie that starred um, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And John Goodman. No, not that one. The good one. <laughs> <laughs> John Belushi, not John Goodman. Mm, Although I, I did know. like I did like John Belushi, so is that okay? I'll stop playing with it. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, the I liked two thousand uh, Blues Brothers two thousand better than most people did, but it's clearly not as good as the first movie. 
It's the inferior film. Exactly. But yeah, the Bluesmobile is awesome. It's got superpowers. Did you know that? I feel like I've heard that. It's uh, it, there's a point in the movie where like they they go up onto a bridge that isn't finished, and they're getting chased. So like there's nowhere to go. So they throw it in reverse and hit the brakes, and like the you see the back end hit the ground, and then all of a sudden you just see it like flipping through the air, and it lands and drives on the other side and drives away. So no. it does it does like a big old backflip with a twist, and lands on the other side of the cars. Eric, uh, that's just physics. <laughs> if you're driving backward really fast and you hit the brakes hard enough, the car well, will flip up and spin around and. That's just with uh, that model of car. Like oh. there was this whole thing where like they had to recall the cars because it, it wasn't considered safe to send your car hurtling through the air. But um, I, they used it in this movie before all those cars were sort of uh, recalled and fixed. Interesting. I didn't know that. I, I'm yeah, don't surprised. even bother looking it up because it's true. <laughs> I'm surprised Dodge didn't mention that in their advertisements at the time. But no, that uh, the car's got superpowers. And plus, it destroys all those other cop cars in the chase scenes. Yeah, Through the mall, the, uh, it's awesome. That mall one's probably one of the best chains. I guess. I don't know. Um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, what it, am I trying to say? It is one of the one best of the car chase tra- scenes yeah. in, in movies ever. In movies ever. And it's not even an action movie. Like, I think when you think chase, like car chases, you think an action movie or a James Bond movie, like, Yep. Something like that. But this is just a, a comedy musical that also has awesome car chases in it. It also has Carrie Fisher shooting automatic weapons and machine guns and bazookas. Yeah. It's weird that this is the only movie she's really known for. Yeah. I mean, she's good. She should have done some other stuff, but yeah. well, whatever. Anyway, Can't moving go on. back in time to change that. <laughs> yep. Moving on. What's your number two? <laughs> number two. <laughs> Uh, is, um, I would say the Batmobile, but you gotta kind of, like, narrow that down, because there's been so many. Let me guess, you're gonna say the 1965 old TV show, Batmobile. No, I'm not gonna say that at all. Ralph Garman bedamned? (laughs) That car was ugly as hell. (laughs) Uh, okay, Uh, then, so then you're obviously gonna go with, like, the 1991 Tim Burton Batmobile. Uh, also, no, because you could punch the floor out of that car. <laughs> As we've discussed. Yeah. And I'm not going to go with the, um, I think the animated series Batmobile, I think, looked like a giant black penis. Well, that's the one I would have chosen then. Well, of course. <laughs> I'm actually going with the one that, I guess I don't know how most people feel about it. I didn't really hear any sort of backlash from it, but I'm going with the uh, the Tumblr from the recent Batman trilogy from Christopher Nolan. Another Tumblr? Oh, you wouldn't be interested in that. <laughs> she was built as a bridging vehicle. During combat, two of these would jump over a river towing cables. And over here on the throttle, flip that open and throttle up. Boost you into a rampless jump. We never could get the damn bridge to work, but this baby works just fine. So, what do you think? Does it come in black? And why did you... I don't know if there was a backlash, really. I mean, it, it made sense because of what he had to do with it. But like, it was wh- a more realistic take on Batman. So why wouldn't he have a more, like, a military sort of vehicle at his dispense? Exactly. Expense? Dispense. I don't know. Disposal. I don't know words. At his disposal. Yeah, there you go. So I'm awful. That's okay. <clears throat> Thanks. I'll edit this out. Bastard. But anyway, so yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the it's a pretty badass car. Not gonna yeah. lie. And uh if you saw have you watched the trailer for Arkham Knight yet? I haven't. 
God damn it. Or wait, did I watch it? Yes, I did I watch know. it. I did watch the Arkham Knight trailer. Okay. So you saw that they show off the Batmobile in that yeah. trailer. Yeah. Yes. And it's the first, it's first appearance appearance of the Batmobile in the Arkham franchise. And I think it really takes uh, design cues from the Tumblr. Yeah, you'd think it would have to because it, it's it's still cartoony but still reality based. Yeah. So they've got to have a car that's going to be, you know, it can't just be like a long boat like the old Batmobiles where it's like, how would you even turn that thing in the city? You wouldn't. That's why I think they just showed the Batmobile going straight. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me too. Should we move on to my number two? If you feel like we must. Well, I think we got to get through the list at some point. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, my number two is the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Mason for correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Well, that's your number two? That's my number two. That's your number one. It's going to be crazy. All right. But yeah, number two, because right. it goes back in time, and that's pretty badass for one thing. What about going in future into time? Yeah, Forward it goes into future time. into time, too. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, and I always, I've always liked the look of the DeLorean and the gullwing doors and everything. And just this movie makes it even better because like it makes that sound when it opens up. The hydraulic sound? Yeah. And great. If, it, when I get my DeLorean someday, it's going to make that noise when the door opens up. So would you th would you think that sound comes from hydraulics or pressurization? You'd think it was just pressurization. So. Yeah. It, you would imagine that has to be airtight to go through time. Yeah, right? hydraulics sounds more mechanical than that noise, I think. Hydraulics would be like... I That's think. true. Yeah. I'm right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, like, it makes the cool noise, and it's got, like, the smoke that comes out of it, and because traveling through time is cold. Of course. But And it also has the Mr. Fusion. Yep. The um, flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. I think that was standard for the DeLorean. <laughs> it should have been. Man. I'm su I'm surprised with how popular that movie made that car that like people haven't remade the DeLorean. I'm surprised like some car company hasn't bought the rights and it's like new 2012 2015 DeLorean. I, I don't gotta think imagine. That's so. You don't think so? I don't. I think it would. I think people would be nu go nuts for it, man. I don't know. I feel like that would just be sort of like a a niche thing. Well, like aren't all kind of cars niche things? I mean, unless Why? you're getting like a, you know, a Ford Focus like I've got. I mean, like the car that I'm driving isn't the car that like I would get if I had money to get a new car. If I'm buying a new car with, you know, spending money on a brand new car, I'm not going to go out and get, you know, Corolla. I'm oh, going to yeah. get something cool. I'm going to get how, a fucking DeLorean. <laughs> how many people have this disposable income to buy the car they want to buy? That's what I'm saying. That's true. I mean, it, it depends on how much the car would be, I guess, you know. If I they could it make it a lot. If they could make it for the same price as like uh you know, a standard passenger car nowadays, I bet it would sell just as well as anything else. But then you also have to think of like all of the the safety standards. And, like, can you update that design of a car and keep it, like, That's a good safe, question. As, as safe as the cars now? I don't know. Because that thing looks like it's basically a box. Like, yeah. But, I mean, it's no... I think it looks the same as, like, any kind of, like, you know, Asian car coming out these days. Now, would you need a car exactly the same as the Del DeLorean but or would you accept a car that was sort of uh, stylized, like it took its style from the DeLorean, like still kind of have the same cues and 
I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, if, if it's got the going doors and the stainless steel body, I think that's all you'd really need. And I mean, it could be like the DeLorean 2.0, you know, like you know, and you can have the DeLorean SUV and the DeLorean station wagon, and the DeLorean sports car. The hell would the, how would the Gullwings work on an SUV? Just the same. Just the same. Can you can you parallel park? Not parallel park. Can you park in a parking lot like next to people with gullwing doors? Yeah, they actually take up less space to open than regular doors. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why they made it, is because like the way they open up, you can get them open in less space. That just doesn't, when I think about it, it just doesn't make sense. But My favorite kind of doors, though, still have to be suicide doors. Oh, I'm for sorry. sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree. If I could have going doors in the front, suicide doors in the back, <laughs> that would be a ridiculously ugly car. That sounds like some sort of Transformer Power Rangers vehicle. <laughs> I can't even comprehend what that would look like. Yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about suicide doors. We're talking about going doors because my number two pick was the DeLorean. Moving on. What's your number one? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Would you still like the DeLorean if it, if it wasn't in Back to the Future, though? I would like the Gullwing Doors. Yeah. I'd still like that. Uh, but no, a lot of it is is the Back to the Future movies. Yeah, it kind of has to be, right? Because the thing's kind of ugly. Yeah. But at this point, that's kind of part of its charm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are uglier cars out there, though. That Like the still, Aztec? But... You remember the Aztec? Yeah. I don't know exactly which one you're talking about, but I know it was an ugly car. I kind of have a thing for ugly cars. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I would buy an ugly car if I could. So anyway, moving on to your number one pick. Numero my uno. Number one, my number one. Um, you know, I started this high five list off with a van. Yeah. And I'm going to finish it with a van. Oh, he's the van man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and, um... I don't think you can talk about favorite vehicles without mentioning the turtle van. Oh yeah, the turtle van. That's I don't really have anything else to say about <laughs> it, I guess. Okay, well my number one is kidding. Um Weird thing about the turtle van is it's also called the party van. Yeah, that is weird. Like on the like I recently got the re release of the 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 turtle van that I had when I was a little kid. I got it for cuz um Toys R Us put it out last year. And I got it for Christmas. And the box, nowhere on the box does it say the turtle van. You know, it says like the party van on it. So what kind of things come with the turtle van? Like I mean, in the cartoon, what, what, what uses do they make of it? Well, um, the top flips up, right? So the turtles can jump out of it. It has a door that sort of swings out, sort of like a, I think, like a suicide door. Yep. And um, that has a gun on it. Yeah, because turtles use guns. They probably shot something out, like rubber bands. Or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was just, first off, of course I'm going to pick the turtle van because <laughs> Ninja Turtles are like my favorite thing ever. So uh, if I look at it unbiased, it might still make my top five list, but it would probably be lower. Right. Because it doesn't have a lot of things going for it besides the fact that it's this bright yellow van with a green top that has sort of like the turtle shell design on it. Yep. And then it has an angry face on the front. Like, that's basically it. Yeah. But the Ninja Turtles drive it, so it's clearly the greatest thing <laughs> of all time. It's true. That makes it the greatest of all time. Yeah. There were a lot of vehicles out for the first series of toys. Probably more than you'd even remember. Like, they had a helicopter um, that a lot of them didn't even make it in the show. But one that did was this, they had sort of like a turtle zeppelin. Like this hot air balloon with like that they could drive around. Well, don't yeah, don't even think of hot air balloon. Forget that. Forget I said that. It was a fucking zeppelin. <laughs> like it had the, the long balloon 
Um, and underneath it was sort of like where they sat and had like a missile launcher on there. And that actually showed up in the cartoon a few times, I think. Awesome. Yeah. So I want a Zeppelin. We should get a Zeppelin, Blake. Why don't we own a Zeppelin? Let's get a Zeppelin. All right. Anyway, we done talk about the turtles. Well, one little thing. Then we can move on. Okay. Um, Ninja Turtles cartoon has like been rebooted, I think, twice, and each time they've had their own interpretation of the turtle van. Um, when it was rebooted in two thousand, uh, let's see, what was the turtle van? I think it was still sort of like um just a repurposed vehicle, but it wasn't called the turtle van anymore. It was the party van? Yeah. Um, and then like that was the most like direct sort of updating of the turtle band but then when the show was again rebooted like last year or the year before which by the way is a really good show people should watch it if they have any love for the turtles at all it's probably even better than the original series (laughs) watch that um because that would probably be unwatchable they actually have a repurposed um subway car as their vehicle like donatello does his whole mechanic blah 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 <laughs> his whole thing he, he re-engineers it you know he does machines he does machines and re-engineers it into sort of you know this it clearly can drive on things besides just subway tracks basically like nice. it has we now um and they call it the shell razor like that thing was <laughs> oh, then those guys always putting hell into the kids cartoons and just saying shell yep. instead. It's pretty much the greatest thing. <laughs> All right, we can stop talking. I can stop ranting and mumbling incoherently about Ninja Turtles this week. I'm sure next week I'll be able. That's it. From now on, I'm going to try to tie Ninja <laughs> Turtles into my number one spot. Have we failed so far? I think we've done it every week, right? <laughs> I. No, there's been like we did the comic book one where yeah, uh, it ha- they haven't been in. Damn it, the comic book one. I could have done that. Wait, no, because the Ninja Turtle show was a super awesome translation of the heck comics. Yes, it was. And every movie, even three. Yeah, three was all right. Yeah. I think people are just down on it because there's no Shredder. But anyway, moving on to my number one. My number one is. Ecto-1 from the Ghostbusters. your number one yep i remember now so i mean it was tough trying to choose between this one and the delorean because i love them both but i ended up going with this one because ghostbusters is awesome i yeah i can't deny that do you think though and this might be a controversial question if uh ramus hadn't just passed away would the Ecto-1 still make number one, or would... Yes, I think it would. Think it would? All right. Yeah, I think, I think uh, regardless of Ramus dying, that Ecto-1 is still my number one. But if Michael J. Fox had just passed away, then uh, DeLorean may have taken the spot. So I think in a, on a normal day, Ecto-1 takes it for me. But I think uh, on, under special circumstances... DeLorean could be number one. And honestly, the DeLorean is a car that I would be more likely to, like, drive. Like, if somebody were like, here, you can choose one of these two to drive around. Oh, no, I still might pick the Ecto-1. <laughs> <laughs> but if it was like, okay, here here are two cars for sale. You All can right, buy no, here, one of them. Th- think of it like this. Think of it like this. Um, t- strip away all of the cosmetics. Okay. Of the vehicle. Like all so the, you just all the have, movie-related paraphernalia. Yeah, so you just have the DeLorean or, like, the vintage um, ambulance. Yeah. You're going with the DeLorean, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Yep. 
That's for sure. Yeah, if I were gonna point Blake, good job. <laughs> if I were gonna like buy a car to like fix up to be my favorite movie car, it would be the DeLorean to go to Back to the Future as opposed to buy a big old <laughs> ambulance looking thing and trying to make it look like Ecto One. If you can even find one of those, because they were in bad shape when that movie was made, because <laughs> they had that that big thing where he lists off everything that needs to get fixed. And he, he doesn't even get through the list. They, tra- they fade out while he's still listing shit off. But, but they do it. They do they it. They get it running. Dang right they do. And yeah, so my number, my entire list was... What was my list, Blake? Um, it was Krieger's Van, Gravedigger, Bluesmobile, DeLorean, and Ecto-1. And if I got like... If I saw those five cars driving down the street, I'd follow them because they were going someplace awesome. They were going someplace I needed to go. <laughs> uh, I saw a picture online a while ago that was like just a bunch of DeLoreans, and it was like a meeting of the Time Travelers Club. <laughs> like awesome. So uh, touching on Ghostbusters again, we we mentioned this when we were sort of remembering. Um, Egon. Listen, you can't talk too much about Ghostbusters. It's impossible. Okay. Um, but you you mentioned you don't think that the uh, Ghostbusters 3 is going to happen now. Right. I feel like uh, Ramus Dine puts the kibosh on that. Yeah. Like, um, do you know if they had a script going, or were they still in like pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-production on it? Uh, no idea. It's been in talks for a long time. Okay, well, I look online here, and Rolling Stone has an article that says, Ghostbusters 3, moving forward after Harold Ramis' death. It is moving forward? That's what uh, this article says on RollingStone.com. Well, I think think if three of the four guys, well, I'd say two of the three guys, because I don't want to be a jerk, but Winston's not that important. Egon? No, I'm talking about Winston. Oh, if if he died? I said two, two of the, yeah. Because, oh. like, even when he joins the team, he's not in every scene. Yeah, I think uh, Winston is, like, the definition of the token black guy. Yeah, he's just rarely around. Like, <clears throat> I do I do get why he's not always there. Because it's, um, like, he, he just this blue-collar guy that gets hired, you know? Yep. So he's he's not a scientist. So why would he be around like talk like trying to figure shit out? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Yep, like, exactly. Just, just bring me along. Tell me what to shoot at, and I'll do it. Yeah. But, tell like, him about the Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a little bit racist that he was just like the token black guy. He's the only one who wasn't a scientist. Mm-hmm. But he did get one of the best lines in the movie. Uh, when someone asks someone... you if you're a god, you, you say, say yes. yes. Uh, I want to watch that movie now, too. Yep, I think I might have to do that this weekend. All right, well, that's our list for this week. Blake and I are going to go watch some Ghostbusters or some Back and to the play Future Ghostbusters. or some Ninja Turtles. We're going to do a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff planned now. After yeah, we can't list. sit around talking to you guys all fucking day we got things to do get off our nuts hopefully this list was at least a little disappointing (laughs) so we can beat out nash cast yes the more i say it the more i just feel like that show is the least disappointing thing of all time (laughs) i agree right it's a pretty good show so (laughs) anything else you wanted to say blake um I just wanted to apologize for my audio, my headsets being dumb. Well, I guess that's sort of disappointing too. So, exactly. ching, <laughs> yeah. All right, suck well, it, Nashcast. <laughs> Who's disappointing now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, I'm Eric. I'm Blake. And you've just been high fived.
How are you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you? You're fantastic. That's good to hear. Yeah. Saturday morning. I got my Barks root beer. Excellent. About my favorite thing in the world, cars. <laughs> I know how much you love talking about cars. That's right. I talk about wheels and manifolds and belts. I don't think engines. we actually have to, we don't have to actually like talk about cars. And axles front and rear. Well, we don't we don't have to like talk about the different parts of a car. We just have Gas to talk tanks. No, like um, I don't think you're getting the point of oil, the oil, antifreeze, brake fluid. Who's antifreeze? Which is still crazy to me. Like you need fluid to make brakes work. That's a weird. Is antifreeze what Victor Freeze calls his mother's sister? What? Is antifreeze what Victor Freeze calls his mo- his uh, mother's sister? Oh, antifreeze. I get it. I get jokes. I, I guess it'd be his father's sister if she's going to have the same last name, huh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Unless that family's weird. <laughs> All right, just one second here. 